2: Into the three o'clock hour, we roll. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, which you'll t- with you guys till six o'clock. Saw a little, uh, saw a little deal on Bleacher Report. Padres, Red Sox held talks between uh, Padres and Red Sox held some dis- trade discussions over. Uh, I believe his name is uh, Jansen, right?
3: Jaron. Jaron. Jaron Duran. Yes, Jaron Duran.
2: Center or outfielder for uh, the Red Sox. I believe he was one for one for 12 in the series against the Padres, but he finished the year hitting two ninety five.
3: He's right? a dirtbag. He's a Long Beach State dirtbag. He's from this area. He was born in Corona. He's 27 years old. He bats left. This got is the, a... He's got the party on the left side of his arm.
2: Business on the right. All business oh, on the right side. Oh, he's got a sleeve on the left
3: sleeve side? I did not know side. that. Yes, he does. I, I like how you say party like it's a mullet <laughs> or something. <laughs> but this is a guy that the Padres, this is like a prototypical guy that they need right now. A lefty that plays center field that's cheap. Prototypical, huh? guy that they need. I couldn't think of another <laughs> word, but this is this is who they're looking for. Uh, I assume he's
2: controllable, meaning, you know, you, you get Gotta to pay be. him for cheap for a little bit. Um yeah, we'll see You know how far John Heyman of the New York Post-, Post reported Thursday that the Red Sox continue to field offers on Jansen and the Padres, and guess who, are potentially landing spots.
3: Dodgers? Yes, of course. <laughs> Do you see how I'm just annoyed <laughs> by that, Dodgers? John Last year he made $720,000, so this is a guy. That's a
2: league minimum. Yeah. John Morosi also reported L.A.'s potential interest in a reunion with veteran closer. Uh, that would be... Kenley Jansen. So um, we'll see where the Padres go. I I think, much like Sam does, there's going to be a move made. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's going to be a free agent sign. If it's going to be a trade. But I just can't wrap my mind around it, just staying the way it is.
3: Well, Dennis Lynn put out something this morning, and it was about kind of going into spring training and what they're going to do, because they officially signed Wandy Peralta, as we you said last hour, but he w- he had talked to A.J. Preller and was kind of like, hey, you're going into spring training, you need some more pieces, What what's the deal? And A.J. Preller said that he's not going to make a trade just to make a trade. He's going to do it for a fit, and he likes the options. I'm Summarizing. He likes the options that he has in house and he wants to get a look at that. So, um,
2: what does that mean? I, I would say that.
3: Doesn't you want me to read his quote? Yeah, go. Give me a quote. All right. So uh, he said, we're still actively talking to different players, you know, outfield starting pitching options as well as pen type possibilities. But maybe it's something, too, where you get into spring training and you're constantly looking to improve your team throughout the season. If we don't find something we line up on, we're not just going to try to make a move just to make a move. We feel like we have a group of pitchers and position players that we're going to give opportunity to. And we have some younger guys as well that have come through the system that we feel good about and we think are going to show well in camp and are going to be prepared to play in the big leagues this year so we're just weighing all that out we're always looking to improve but we're not going to force something just to make a move
2: i think that's as it pertains to pitching just pitching i i do i i i i I see keep seeing tommy Pham's name out there and it keeps making more and more sense as the days go by yeah you know it does at worst you could move him at the deadline if he's having a terrific year and the team's not playing to the expectation level and clearly get something for him. But, you know, to AJ's point, and he, listen, he knows these guys in the organization better than anybody. If he feels comfortable with the guys they have, then maybe there isn't a move coming. We'll see. Certainly um, something to keep an eye on. All right, uh, let's talk a little Daily Gambit.
4: Do you like money?
1: I think about money a lot.
4: Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3, The Fan.
3: Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly out there. Let me check in on the Waste Management Phoenix Open real quick because Charlie Hoffman was playing really well and he was in the top five. And I'm checking um, to see where he we were is coming now. Back, oh, well, he's top eight now. Or, I mean, but that means. Go let ahead, me see. Charlie. He's actually down. He's a stroke better than when I saw. A lot. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I don't either. He's six under now. Okay. He was five under when I okay. looked before. He's one stroke better. But then the leaders went up, and so that's why he went down. It was very confusing to myself and everybody else. <laughs> no, so. just just yourself. Charlie well, don't is. Bring a, in on he's six under for the tournament right now.
2: Um, Scraby and I coming back into from the commercial break had to see what I, can only be described. As one of the best, worst fantasy football punishments ever. Oh, yes. Ever.
3: Yes, yes, yes. My man
2: had a tall can in his right hand. He
3: totally, Modelo. Modelo.
2: <laughs> and had to rock a wedding dress. He did. And it was, I mean, I'm talking about the, the whole thing, like dragging in the mud behind him, like, and he was rocking it, too. I mean,
3: short sleeves, looked like he had a party on one side, too. He did, yeah. He, you know, that punishment itself wasn't too bad. I I don't think that's terrible. I would go walk around a golf- Have you been to waste management before? No, but I guess you're right. There's a lot of heckling, I'm sure.
2: Not just heckling. There's a lot of drinking going on there. Uh, Yes, I'm sure of that. (laughs) It's virtually a party on the course. Oh, it is. And so I imagine, you know, and thankfully this year it looks a little cool. It's not too hot. Yeah, true. He's not sweating profusely in that wedding dress, but- that's a good punishment though.
3: It is a good punishment. I would much rather do that than do the um, the 5k that I was going to have to do, but they forgot to make me dress up in a costume cuz they were telling me I was going to be in a speedo, speedo and I was yeah. like, "No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I will leave the league that before a, that's a that's a visual right there. Do they call it eyewash? Is that what mud and I don't know what actually eyewash means, but I hear them saying all the time. I don't think eyewash
2: fits that. Eyewash
3: okay. is like fake hustle. Ah, oh, okay, all right, so strike that from the record. <laughs> Let's go to the bets that we did yesterday, and then I have some of the weirdest bets of the Super Bowl since we've already done our Super Bowl betting. South Carolina, the uh, Lady Gamecocks were playing against Missouri. The South Carolina team is really good, and they were favored by 31.5 points. South Carolina actually did end up winning, and they won with enough Eighty three forty five. I put it. I sometimes I put it on the other sheet. Day one with enough. See, I'll tell everybody (laughs) what I'm doing there. I forget that I'm putting the results on the sheet from yesterday because I have to go copy and paste all the bets over, and so then I don't have them when I go here live. And that's how you get day one with. Enough. You can hear me dancing. Uh, then we had Arizona, five and a half point favorites over Utah last night. You guys chose Utah, I chose Arizona. And Arizona won 105.99. So I win that bet barely by half point. USF, the Dons were playing Pepperdine. The Dons were nine and a half point favorites. Tony and I chose the Dons. Chris chose Pepperdine. And the Dons won, but only by six 80 to 74. Two better Dons. The Denver Nuggets, the Nuggies, three-and-a-half-point favorites yesterday against the Lakers. Chris and I chose the Lakers because there was no, no way ever that the Lakers could lose on Kobe Bryant statue night. But they did. Tony went no action, and it didn't help him this time. Nuggets won 114-106. They're,
2: they're, they're making me start to despise them.
3: Despise? Is that
2: right? I'm, I'm really—never once have I ever paid any attention to the Nuggets until now. Like, they are really getting under my skin. Okay. <laughs> and I think it's because the Lakers can't beat them.
3: The Lakers? Well, yeah, yeah, that is true. I mean, they, Anthony Davis can't guard him? Nobody can guard that dude. Have you watched him? I have watched him. He
2: is the, the slowest, unathletic basketball player ever, but you can't stop
3: him. Because he's huge. He's huge. He's crafty.
2: He's smart. He's just, he's a whole lot of things that make him... a. Uh, Two
3: time MVP. Yeah. Well, uh, the next bet that we had was who was gonna score more in the game with the Mavs and the Knicks, Donkic or Brunson over under 33 and a half points. Who scored more? Well, we all chose Luca. Luca had thirty nine points. Brunson.
2: He did not have forty.
3: Had no points. Apparently, he didn't, didn't play, play in the game. <laughs> so we're off the hook there.
2: You set that up. I thought that was no, I, 45.
3: 45. Okay, here are some of the weirdest bets in the Super Bowl. And this one, Tony, I think is the weirdest one I think we've ever heard. There's a bet out there that is making you guess whether or not there's going to be an alien invasion during the game that forces the game into a tie. I'm not kidding. That is a bet out there. And people are taking it? Some people are taking it, wow. yes. I don't know how you even put a penny on that. But if there was going to be an alien invasion, Las Vegas Super Bowl would be it. Maybe the government knows something, and this is just kind of warning us a little bit, Tony.
2: Um, that's that's silly.
3: Okay. Uh, Jacob, we've done the Gatorade color. I think I said no Gatorade. Chris said Purple. I think I had orange. You had orange, yes. Uh, how long will it take Riva McIntyre to sing the national anthem?
2: Oh, this was what this is a this is a MLB favorite
3: for bench players for the how long they're going to take? How long the anthem will last? And what do you guys usually say? Do you know who? I mean, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. you can well, hear the person practicing. Well, you you know, I don't know if it's the same anymore because the Padres seem to have different
2: people singing often. But like when I was in Milwaukee. Um, you 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 kind of got a, so a sense of hearing people do the anthem, so you had oh, a good idea. Okay, the, a quick anthem is like it's like one one ten. So that is seventy seconds. But you can get into like the the two minute mark if you know somebody's trying to get on American Idol.
3: Yeah, you can, and I recommend you don't, because you lose people. You definitely (laughs) lose people. You can't lose people, because everybody wants to be respectful to the national anthem, but everybody also wants to sit down. Sit down, down. right, 100%. Uh, So her over-under is 90 and a half seconds, so a minute and a half. That's probably about standard right there. Okay. A minute and a half. I don't know. I I can't... I think it's kind of weird that <laughs> I didn't know that Reba McIntyre was even still. She's a country singer, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and she had a, a TV she's show on, for uh, a little bit.
2: Is she on Idol? She's on. She's is on, she? She's on one of the, the one of them shows. I think she just joined.
3: Okay, well, I probably shouldn't have talked about Reba McIntyre without knowing no, my Reba McIntyre facts. All good.
2: You didn't say anything bad. You just didn't. I know.
3: Matter. I know. Well, player achieved an octopus in the game, which is a touchdown and a two point conversion by the same player. Could be Christian McCaffrey. It could be. Last year, Jalen Hurts did it, rushing touchdown, and then um, what is that thing called? The Philly the oh, the, 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 the tush push or brotherly shove brotherly is what they call shove. it. Um, will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? No, no. It's not. You're, you're thinking it's not going to be Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. No, oh, that's. Yes. That would be special right there. I I don't think that's going to happen. I went down a rabbit hole last night. That doesn't night.
2: seem like either of their styles.
3: It doesn't. You're right. That's too much fanfare. But it's too big of a moment for them not to do in public. See that's, If you're going to take if you're going to be famous like this, if you're going to be famous You like need to this. take advantage of no, these you, moments. No, you no, have no. to time it right. No you don't. Yes, because can you imagine? Let me ask you a question.
2: How many big-time celebrities have you seen their engagement live in person?
3: Ooh. I You're asking the wrong guy, but none. No, I, 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 I haven't either. I haven't either. Okay.
2: I, I, I think there's a reason behind that.
3: Okay. So I don't think it's going to happen. So you, because they'd rather do it in private. They'd
2: rather, yeah. I mean, that's well, like a
3: spontaneous thing. Oh, er, uh, Eric in the chat says, Kittle or McCaffrey will propose. I can see it. But Chris McCaffrey's already proposed because he's got a fiance. But I think George Kittle has a wife, too. So never mind. I shouldn't have read that. Uh, the last one. Will there be a second shirtless Jason Kelsey sighting?
2: I think we got a better shot of seeing George Kittle shirtless than we do <laughs> Travis Kelsey.
3: Really? You think that? I do. Okay. I don't know okay. why.
2: I just, he seems like more of a. Taking my shirt off after this game, type of guy.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, I can see that too, but I don't know that's like NFL legal.
2: Take your shirt off after the game?
3: Yeah, I think they want you to be wearing clothes when you so are Kelsey? on the podium. Well, he's not going re- to He wasn't a part of the game. Oh, uh, yeah, I oh, thought you just said Kittle.
2: J- I thought you were talking about, you saying Jason Kelsey.
3: Yeah, yeah, the brother. I heard Kelsey yeah, immediately
2: no went to Travis. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a good chance you'll see him with his shirt off. <laughs> he, there definitely
3: is a I good think chance. He seems like he likes to take his shirt off. He does seem like that guy. I I've always been a husky gentleman, and I never took off my shirt yeah, ever. No,
2: Jason doesn't seem like, unlike you, who who cares immensely about what everybody else thinks. Yeah, he. Jason doesn't seem like he
3: cares at all what anybody else thinks. Jacob says Jason's taking his shirt off in the first quarter. <laughs> I
2: wouldn't, that's what I, after I heard Jason, it's a change, change,
3: change my answer. Here's some other ridiculous ones, real quick. Uh, first Vegas landmark shown. The odds on favor is the Sphere. I can't say that word correctly. Sphere. I think it's going to be the Bellagio Fountains. Ooh, that is a choice. Also, the Luxor Pyramid. I'm sorry. I don't that's, think that's happening. That, that hasn't been like the first sight yeah. since like the 90s. The Eiffel Tower at Paris? Nah. Uh, Mirage, Volcano. That is kind of cool, but no. I think it's either going to be the Sphere or I'm it's Bellagio. going to be the Bellagio yeah, Fountains. You're absolutely well, right too. there. Uh, kudos, um, real quick, kudos yeah. to
2: your, your 49ers, man! Bang bang,
3: Niner gang! Oh, I I know what you're about to do. They're
2: flying out over 800 full time staff, interns, family, and friends to the Super Bowl. 800, that's that's big time.
3: That is a lot. That's of a people. lot.
2: That's uh, that's awesome. They got pictures of of the Bang Bang Niner gang all on the plane. They look like they are having a blast.
3: I would assume so, and I would hope that the 49ers like just give them the week off or something if they win the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Just bought the whole plane. Like We're just going to fly everybody out. You know what? That's that's kind of nice, actually, because usually it's like, hey, we're going to get you there, but you have to get back or something. I, I could see a T. Oh, the A's? Can you imagine the A's? The A's would like make them walk there. <laughs> Give them no this lodging would, money. This wouldn't even be
2: in consideration if it was the A's. <laughs> this is very true. This is not happening.
3: This is very true. All
2: right. That's uh, our daily gambit for today. Let's, uh, let's step away. Let's Get to break. When we come back, Scraby and I uh, talk a little bit about some streaming. Mm. It just get, keeps getting worse and worse for Chris, Ellie. Uh Yes, it is. More going to Chris on the way. Here's a.
0: What-
1: detailed
3: back here in the Audi Odyssey Palace here in the Audi Sea Palace 97 through the fan Tony Gwynn Jr. I'm Matt Scraby Chris Ello is traveling with the Aztecs women's basketball team he will be back on Monday and we got a couple things we want to talk about in this segment first we're going to um, talk about Tony and his fandom of the Lakers so For everybody who doesn't get to see Tony during the break, I have to explain this to you because Tony is very level-headed about everything sports except for the Lakers. And so during the break, he came over and he showed me the play that broke his heart last night. And he just walked away kind of muttering under his own breath, just kind of like, I almost threw something at the TV. I did. I almost pulled a Dallas Cowboy fan deal. You know, you
2: see the, the videos going around after they break. Cowboys his oh, yeah. hearts every year. Yeah. Somebody like smashing their, their big screen or throwing it off, taking it off the, the wall. Yes. There was a play last night. Jokic has the ball maybe maybe a foot away from the free throw line. He's got his back turned towards, let's just say we'll call it the right corner. And he's, you know, guys back turned towards it. Austin Reeves is behind him. Mind you, Joker can't see anything. He can only, he only knows of the one defender on his back. Reeves sneaks up behind and goes for the steal, and as he sticks his arm in to knock the ball away, Jokic picks his arms up, pivots and turns and throws the ball exactly where Reeves just led from.
3: It was pretty incredible. And I
2: promise you, if you go back and look at this play, there's no way he could see him. No way at all. It's just pure instinct. Is why he's a back-to-back MVP. Yeah. And it was the dagger. It was the three-pointer that put the game out of reach. And it was just, it, it, there was a moment, there was a, a, like a, a second where I, I had the remote in my hand and I started <laughs> to throw it. But then I wouldn't have been able to live with myself if, the, if I actually broke my
3: own TV. This so, makes me feel so much I better about down, myself.
2: I put it down. And just turned off to you. I didn't watch the rest of the wow. 55 seconds at that point. Well,
3: what was the point? Yeah,
2: that's how I felt.
3: Wow, that, that is crazy. I, that's usually how I feel after I get beaten Madden or something. <laughs> I really do sometimes want to throw the remote when some guy hits uh, C.D. Lamb for another 80-yard bomb. Video game rage? Oh, there's most definitely video game rage from I,
2: I, me. I have caught my my wall, my room, my my, I guess, game room. Is oh, okay. c- is connect as close as the next room over is my son's room. Ah, and I can hear him in there
0: <laughs> video
2: raging, really like full on conversations with himself as he's getting scored on. What by does he say? Like, oh, you
0: stink!
2: <laughs> you can just hear him doing all that, and I have to walk in there and check him sometimes. Like, hey, man, you better learn how to control yourself, or we're going to have to take this game away. Oh. But you know, video game is ra- rage is is real.
3: Oh, it's real. It's one hundred percent real. Big game coverage on ninety seven three of the fans prevented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Visit them today at Solostove.com. We're gonna to get to that news of streaming here in just a second, but we asked you to ask us some questions, Tony. Real, real, yes. Quick. I see in the next segment
2: we have a good, bad, and the ugly of week five.
3: That was me not removing it prior to the show. <laughs> I was about to say. Is there a week five that I'm unaware of at yeah, this point? Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's a little bit old. <laughs> okay. I should take that out right now. There you go. It's gone. You All won't right. see that anymore. Just wanted to the make sure. The reason that happens is because sometimes I need to create a new doc, and I do it on the wrong thing, and then I create it, and then I duplicate it like for the entire month. And so there's big, f- good, bad, ugly of big f- week five for the entire month that I have to gotcha. erase. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So uh, we asked you to ask us some questions and or comments, and we were talking about someone double dipping the chip. Wolfpack says mine pet peeve is when someone takes the guac spoon and puts it in the salsa bowl.
2: Yeah, come on, man. Don't be don't can't do mix. that.
3: Can't mix. I don't know why you're doing that, people.
2: That's a that's a party foul
3: right there. Yeah, you, that's most definitely a party foul.
2: Don't want the guacamole mixed with the salsa. Like, if you want to do that on your own plate, have at it, but don't use the community yeah. guacamole spoon. And dip, put it in the, the, the sauce.
3: In Same goes for anything dipped in sour cream because it leaves remnants. They all,
2: there's a, they all should have separate spoons to do what you need to do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Jocelyn, Jocelyn says Mine is when you dip the lumpia. Lumpia is very good. <sighs> lumpia in the sauce, take a bite, then you dip it in the sauce again, and it gets crumbles of the wrapper in <laughs> the inside of the lumpia <laughs> in the sauce. sauce yeah. I'm with you there. Stress
2: lumpia lovers. Uh, yeah, that's a pet peeve. You know, you take that first bite; there are going to be some um, some crunchies that are loose. Some
3: crunchies. And so I... when you
2: go back in, and this again, this is why you know flipping it over to the other side. Yeah,
3: yeah. It, it, but then it, you got the finger finger. Um, what was it? The finger. You got to give somewhere. You want yeah. you
2: want crumbs that could have been in your mouth, or maybe some fingerprints.
3: Last one before we get to the streaming news. Rob says, is asking, Scrappy what jersey are you rocking this Sunday if you are a jersey guy? Good question, Rob. I am not really a jersey guy, but I do have one jersey, and we haven't talked about it yet, but my guy, Patrick Willis, was inducted into the Hall of Fame last night. Incredible that he did. He had five all-pro seasons in, in to- eight total years yeah, he was a dog. in the NFL. He was a dog. He was a dog was crazy. That's yeah. why I loved him. He was just like all over the place. He was kind of that linebacker that was the most athletic linebacker on the field before those guys were showing up everywhere. I
2: mean, he, is, he was... Uh, what's my man's name? Who's there now from here?
3: Uh, Fred Warner. He was Fred Warner before Fred Warner. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And he was a good guy. He was a great teammate, and he was... He was with the team throughout those Jim Harbaugh He was
2: one of the first string of retirements of guys. Like, there was, like, a string of retirements of about four guys that retired early. He was, like, the first. I remember, like, thinking, there's no way he's going to stay retired. This dude is, like, eight seasons in. He's got a lot of football left.
3: He does, and he he just— Now now he's just doing, you know, regular people stuff, too, Yeah, he's, like, got a marketing job. I follow him on
2: Instagram. That's awesome.
3: He goes uh, on—yeah, so good for him. But, yes, I will be wearing my— Patrick Willis' jersey this weekend because that's a good omen for the 49ers. I don't know about that. Antonio Gates didn't get in, which is kind of crazy. We could talk about that later. Crazy. Julius Peppers did get in, which is crazy. Joe Flacco won Comeback Player of the Year, You know, which is insane. I
2: I, I don't think it's that insane.
3: He only played—I got to know how many games he actually played. Okay, that might help before you start going in on why he shouldn't have won. I'll tell you who I think should have been the winner. Who? Baker Mayfield. He was— cast off his team last year sent to the rams almost i actually he did win a game without knowing the playbook goes to the bucks gets him in the playoffs i know people are thinking demar hamlin should have gotten no, it no i
2: listen I, I was okay with him not winning i know you're like it, the only person I, i'm just saying I, I i get that you know he came back from something that most of us you know i mean he was very fortunate to to come back right he died on the field literally. he did he did so i get that but typically this award is given to somebody who may have been hurt the next season and performed well yeah. the following season. For as great of a story as DeMar Hamlin was, he didn't really – he came back to play, but he didn't necessarily perform better than no, he did he, before. He, he didn't got,
3: dress every game, he too. Did, he didn't. And, and I read something the other day that said he's he's looking to come back stronger next year because i got to imagine that – Everything he went through uh, took a lot uh, out of him
2: mentally or mentally me?
3: physically like he emotionally didn't, he
2: didn't do anything in that specific play that he hadn't done a hundred hundreds of times line up a tackle, make it it just circumstanced perfect timing basically mm-hmm. caused his heart to have the issue that it did yeah, and I imagine mentally like when you go in for a tackle how how are you not thinking about that?
3: You are. That's that's the answer. He um, so Joe Flacco won, and he only had five games that he played this year in the regular he, season.
2: He played pretty well. Voting's different
3: though for how this. How so? Because you get a first, second, and third place vote, and I I think the first place vote is ten. Second-place vote is five points, and then the third-place vote is three points. So we even know, if you don't get—because DeMar Hamlin got the most first-place votes, but he didn't get enough points to be in first place. I think total, like Joe Flacco, had 150 and DeMar Hamlin had 140. And so it, even though DeMar Hamlin got the most first-place votes, he didn't he, win. He didn't have the most points. He didn't have the most points, which I don't know how I feel about that, but— That's a. Yeah, listen, I I think.
2: I think DeMar Hamlin is is, is a tremendous story, obviously. But, and maybe you have an argument that Flacco shouldn't have been it. It should have been Baker Mayfield. But I think it, I don't know that DeMar Hamlin did enough in terms of actually playing this year. Yeah. To warrant winning the comeback player of the year.
3: I'm glad I didn't bet on him then for comeback player of the year. It did
2: seem like a, a, a short thing, though. It did. You got to pay off this Amazon.
3: Yes. Here we go. Uh, Amazon. Now we know that they ha- they carry Thursday night football, and we know Friday that night football, Friday night football, Black Friday football, everyday football, and Chris is going to be really angry for one reason because last year NBC had the or yeah well, no this year The Peacock game yeah, yeah the Peacock game and everybody was upset because it was the exclusively streamed it wasn't on cable. Well, now Amazon has been awarded. The coveted streaming only playoff game for so, if the I'm NFL not mistaken, playoffs. there will now be two streamed only playoff games: Peacock and Amazon. I don't, I I don't. Was that see, just a one
2: year deal? I for think Peacock? it was a
3: one year deal because it says Amazon Prime Video will broadcast the playoff, a wild card playoff game next season. The one that Peacock paid the rights to broadcast this postseason. So I think maybe Amazon got the call because they paid more or something like that, but. Uh, We are going to continue the streaming thing. And Roger Goodell said the other day, someone asked him about streaming the Super Bowl. And he said that the he said, basically, we love our cable partners and we're not going to do that. But then why are you doing these streaming things? Thursday Night Football is streamed exclusively. Simple answer, buddy. Money? Money? Ding 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 ding! I'm so tired of that being the excuse. I'm so tired of you, it being gonna, the excuse. You're gonna be, if you, I
2: know you're gonna be sick and tired for a long time if you're gonna continue to be tired. Of I it.
3: texted Adam earlier today. I worry about things I shouldn't worry about. <laughs> yes,
2: so well said. Yes,
3: I'm a, I'm very self aware. I just can't put do anything about it. All right, that's it for <laughs> this segment. As I'm spilling my life's guts, when we get back to countdown, it's going to be top five. <laughs> kind of crazy, but realistic Super Bowl predictions, and we'll explain when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby here for Gwyn and Chris, the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan. Tony is uh, downstairs getting his jacket. It is freezing in here, as always. People ask us sometimes, because we're on the cameras, like, why do you guys wear jackets even though it's warm outside? Well, because it's about 20 degrees cooler in here than it is anywhere else in the building. We have no idea why. And then in the winter, it's going to be extremely cold. Like, even more cold. And then the summer when it's extremely hot, it doesn't kick in. It's the weirdest thing. I've talked about that a couple times. So I'm going to stall here real quick as Tony is getting back upstairs from getting his jacket from the car. Uh, We have the golf tournament going on in Phoenix. There's also that live tournament that's going to happen this weekend. But right now at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, there's two guys that are tied for the lead. Andrew Novak, 11 under. Nick Taylor, 11 under Uh, where did Charlie Hoffman go? Charlie Hoffman now has moved up to a tie for sixth with, he is now seven under through 15 holes. So Charlie Hoffman is four shots off the lead. And if you remember, Charlie Hoffman is sponsored by waste management. So maybe that's why he is able to play as well as he is right now, because that would be cool if he would win. I'm going to text him over the weekend if he wins, because that would be real. Real fun to have him on the show. Anthony said that all that equipment gets hot. Yes, it does, but still, it feels like a refrigerator in here every single time. Rob says, any of you get football squares this year? Who got some good numbers? Good luck this year. Thank you, Rob. We actually did a football squares, Super Bowl squares thing here at work yesterday yesterday. We had, before the Thai eating challenge, we had a uh, chili cook-off between some of the people here at the station. So our engineer, JR, was kind of the one who spearheaded it. We had uh, John Serio. He was uh, the one who brought some chili. There was um, a couple of the salespeople brought some chili. Then there was one that says extremely spicy, and I did not have that in preparation for the meal yesterday. But we were, are trying here at Odyssey to have, like, some fun family-style stuff, which is definitely always a good time to get to know all of your coworkers. Um. All right. Well, let's go. And uh, as Tony's coming back upstairs, I'm really hoping that he didn't lock himself out like he did a couple weeks ago. But we will figure that out together. Tune in to kick off with Boomer Assison and Mike Valenti. Analysis from Boomer. Picks from Mike. The biggest stories in the league packed into an hour. Tonight at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. If you have any questions for us, please... Let us know through the chat. We'll do a little Ask Us Anything segment later. There's Tony. He is back. And with that, we're going to go to Traffic and then the Countdown.
1: Viejas Casino and Resort is home to the best players club in my Viejas. Start earning points toward incredible rewards like free gifts, concert tickets, hotel stays, dining discounts, and more. It's time to ditch the other guys and join the best. The my Viejas Players Club, Viejas Casino and Resort. I'm Kelly Danek with Gwynn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
4: It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Going to grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown, and it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan.
2: My fault, Scrave. I uh, went down to get my hoodie and realized, as I couldn't find it down in the car, that it was actually next to me this
3: whole time. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Wasted uh, energy. Oh, that's okay. You got some exercise. You burned some calories. You got some steps. Next time you need to run up the stairs just to double it up. My knees hurt too much. Okay. Uh, The countdown is we count down something each week, our top five of whatever it is. And this week we're going to do the top five could-be-true-but-ridiculous Super Bowl predictions. And you will understand as we go along. So I guess since I came up with the idea, and it's kind of confusing. although for first. Number five. But here's what we're looking for. So in the Super Bowl, my number five maybe happening prediction is Patrick Mahomes throws two interceptions to Fred Warner. And if that happens, the 49ers win the game. So I'm thinking – because that's something that actually could happen but is unlikely to happen. So that's the style of category we have here. But – Patty Mahomes throwing two interceptions interceptions to our guy, Fred Warner. What's your number five, Tony?
2: Just so you know, I spread out the love. I didn't just do exclusively good Chief
3: stuffs or bad oh, 49ers. Thank stuff. you. I didn't do that, but there you go. What's what's your number five? Chief defense puts up a shutout against the 49ers wait, wait. <laughs> in Super Bowl 58. The 49ers are play, score zero points. Hey unlikely but could happen you're right
2: i think could. first of all the chiefs defense is is their strongest part of this team i know they got patrick Mahomes, and travis kelsey and you know the rest of the cast and crew but the defense is what they've hung their hat on now i think it's highly highly unlikely that they really can stop the 49ers for the entire game the entire game yeah but they're gonna be a. T- it's gonna be a tough. I think it's
3: gonna be a tough for the Niners offensively. If they don't score a point, I'm not coming to work on Monday because that that is more depressing than just losing the game in general. Like I would just, I would rather lose the game by putting up 21 points and losing by 30 than <laughs> losing with no you know, points on the I, board.
2: I heard Ryan Clark actually say that he would much rather get beat anytime before the Super Bowl oh. because it is that difficult to deal with that loss compared to the either ones like said at least you know i lose in round one or i don't make the playoffs i get to go on vacation like you go to the super bowl you get that far and then lose
3: something it's really hard to get over that's an interesting point from him because i can only imagine losing that big game number four all right my number four prediction that could happen but is unlikely travis kelsey only has two catches in the game for 12 yards that's, that's So far,
2: that's probably the most likeliest of unlikely scenarios.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You I, think? Can it, Matt, I can see him. I see a scenario in which he only has two catches. Maybe not 12 yards, but
3: I really two catches. I really think the 49ers defense needs to keep him in check. Obviously, if, the, if any team doesn't keep him in check, they lose. So that's the key to losing is letting Travis Kelsey do what he wants. This next one
2: would be like a stake in the heart to the nation right here.
3: Oh, my God,
2: Travis Kelsey with the touchdown trifecta. What? Throws for one. Runs for one, catches one, and I only say that because you know with every touchdown that he has, Miss Taylor Swift
3: will get more airtime. Oh air time. wow! I didn't think about it. So, and if he has a trifecta,
2: it's even more time she's going to get on. So we're
3: air. trying to manipulate it for our own betting purposes. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> just, just saying. The Travis Kelsey trifecta. Again. Touchdown trifecta. Unlikely, but definitely could happen.
2: He's, if he's running for one and throwing for one, it's a long day for the Niners. I you mean, know, already like the fact that he's in position to throw for one. Seems like it might be a long day.
3: Um, number three is Brock Purdy does not get sacked. And if he doesn't get sacked, I think that's pretty good news for the offense. Once once he goes down a couple times, I feel like he, he feels the footsteps, he feels the pressure, and he becomes Jimmy G Happy Feet. So he does. Um, That's Brock Purdy does not get sacked in this game. Move his feet, Chiefs, get his feet. Number he, three. He might be better on it on the move.
2: No, no. I mean move his feet, like get those happy feet going.
3: Oh, I see. All right. Don't let that, two. Don't let
2: that pocket sit. This is three, right? Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is held to negative yardage. In the entire game.
3: <laughs> Negative yardage. Negative. You better hope he gets a minus one yard carry and then has like a stomach ache and has to <laughs> leave the game or something. Again, very unlikely. But likely. If It could happen though. I mean. uh, that's the most unlikely one you've ever said. I would have concurred. Okay. <laughs> number two. I don't even know if this guy's playing in the game, but my number two um, unlikely but may happen in the Super Bowl. Kadarius Tony fumbles twice. <laughs>
2: You can't even get this man a
3: touchdown. He's got to fumble oh, twice. Why would I give him a touchdown? <laughs> I've been saying his luck has been pretty bad this year. Yeah, it's been pretty bad this man, year. That's all right. You want the want to, to, I, well, to
2: win, so it's okay. I get he it. He
3: did fumble a couple times at the end of the year. I mean, I would not. I don't even know if he's going to play in the game, to be honest. Uh, it doesn't really seem like it, but we'll see. You're number two. Patrick Mahomes
2: throws two pick sixes in the first half.
3: That's good. Is there anything else? And the 49ers yeah. go on to win? No, no, no.
2: I'm just leaving that at, at he, they, that. He could throw, still throw two pick sixes, which is very unlikely to happen. Yeah. But it, could happen. And they still win.
3: Well, that matches up with my number five, because then he could throw two interceptions to Fred Warner. Pick sixes. That would be perfect. San Diego getting in there, as well as a 49ers touchdown. Yeah, still likely wouldn't get the MVP if they lost. Like. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> if the 49ers pick off Patrick Mahomes and pick six him twice... And they lose. Cal Shanahan needs to go. He needs oh, to go. Wow! <laughs> if they get if they get Fire that many him, huh? mistakes from Patrick Mahomes, number one. My number one, unlikely but could happen at the Super Bowl. Debo Samuel rushes for over 125 yards. Yeah. He because he have can. a day, Debo. Because he the rushing yards, all he needs to do is break a big one. Does does he retire after the game from all the the punishment? He's going to be hurt after that game. He might be hurt if he's running for 125 yards. But, no, he doesn't retire. He just fakes an injury for, like, half of the next year and, you know, gets back into it when it matters. That's
2: what he does. You'll like this one as my number one. Not likely to happen, but could. Brock Purdy throws for over 300 yards, three touchdowns, and a perfect passer rating.
3: That's it. I don't like how you don't give me the end. <laughs> well, I, I need someone I to tell me the wins? end of the story. No, that's, that's the end of the story. That's I, I need the end of the story, which would, even if it's that the 49ers lose in that effort, I just need to know where I'm working These with. are unlikely bets that could happen, correct? Or that
2: aren't likely to happen, but could.
3: Yeah, exactly. And that, that, that does qualify. It qualifies. Uh, Brandon has a good one. And it's not good for me, but it's a good unlikely but may happen. Shanahan blows another 28-3 to lead in a Super Bowl, that, which happened with the Patriots and the Falcons when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator That of the would Falcons. be kind of funny, actually. I don't know if it would be funny, <laughs> but it would be remarkable. Um, does Andy Reid retire if the Chiefs win? We talked about this the other day. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. If Andy's
2: smart, he, he's just going to ride this until... Patrick Mahomes' dad body is out of control. (laughs) That's what I would do. I'm riding Patrick Mahomes until the wheels fall off.
3: You know, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, that's it for the countdown. We're all done. Uh, Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, we talked about his wife being in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition yesterday. And I would like to say she does not deserve all the hate she's getting out there. It's, it's, It's not a good world out there i just just leave her She's alone catching a lot of
2: a lot of heat
3: yeah and she was catching heat from a, another um player's wife who is a but she is a sports illustrated model so and i kind of understand her point of view what's because what po- she was saying like there's so many people that work really hard to get this opportunity to be in the sports illustrated swimsuit edition and britney one of those people. She didn't work hard
2: to get. Is that? Did she know that?
3: No, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't said like that. Like I, people I, within Sports Illustrated who worked their way up, like the people like me working my way up from producer up top. Like there are other people that could fill in for that shoot, quote unquote. What do you mean that are deserving? Like, could be the model. Of yeah, you could be deserving. I'm pretty sure. What are you pretty sure? Uh,
2: that Mrs. Mahomes is not the first one to. Be like a guest celebrity swimsuit model that didn't have to, you know, work from the bottom. And now we're here. Like, it didn't have to do that. Because that's what the the point was of the LAs. That there's there's plenty of models that do this that aren't like
3: swimsuit models. I guess here's another example. I am next up to, to be Chris. And they just choose some random person out there instead of me that would bother me but this like that this, doesn't have any that, that that didn't work in radio isn't actually a radio person and they're like hey we're gonna hire you over Scraby." that would bother me
2: that's not the same thing,
3: okay so. i have an, another example you for you what? when we get yeah, back. yeah but save okay. it for when we come back okay. More going and
2: chris on the other side Quinn
3: versus the fans eight three three two eight eight zero nine
4: seven three. how powerful is cox internet